Talking About You with Estra, Season 8, Episode 68. Yes, we are here Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I don't know about you, but this particular week has been a long one. I don't think I've ever seen where snow just stays in the Pacific Northwest, at least down in the Seattle area, for as long as it has. And it's been brr, cold icy, just not knowing what to expect. So I hope personally that we get back to the rainy Seattle that we all know. How is it going where you're from? Is your weather the same? Are you now a believer in climate change or have you always been? Because one thing you don't have to have eyes to see, you can feel, you can sense, you can smell in some cases just how different the climate might be in your community over the last 20 years. It's definitely changed. I remember there was a time in Seattle they said, Seattle doesn't get snow. (laughs) Guess what? I don't think we can say that anymore, at least for quite some time. But thank you for being here today. I appreciate your time, and I always look forward to sharing information, ideas, and comments. So make sure you place your comments down at the bottom of the screen today. You can also call in. I'm here. I never actually put out this new phone number because I don't know if it's going to stay or go. But one day I will get a phone number that I know has some permanency to it. And I would love for you to call in or even be a part of the show. Tell your auto accident stories. There's thousands of you out there, millions of you if you want to know the truth. And I hope that you'll stand up and not be fearful of anything that someone might threaten you with because believe me there's a lot of us out there and all you need to do is stand up and I I personally believe the rest of us will stand with you because far too many of us have been subjected to harassment, bullying, intimidation, surveillance, you know, not getting paid our benefits. I mean, this definitely is an endless list and that used to be one of my favorite sayings and as you can see it still holds on pretty good. But thank you for being here because sharing our ideas, information, and comments make us what? All better people. Today we're going to continue on with traffic laws written to protect you or auto insurance companies. Have you actually sat down and thought about it? The laws in which have been legislated even in recent years, have they really had to do about you or or have they been about the insurance company or some other Wall Street company? to protect them rather than us, right? The ones who have the fewest resources, least amount of knowledge and access, even to our legislators, right? Senator Patty Murray, have you heard her talk about insured civil rights legislation? Governor Jay Inslee, Bob Ferguson, and now the insurance commissioner? I hear very little discussion about how important you as the policyholder or insured They don't seem to care. Maybe they do. Maybe they've done things I don't know about. I hope in the future to hear some of the things they're doing to protect you as an insured versus them, the insurer. But before I get into that, I want to take a minute with a purpose. I'm beginning to really like this, just one minute with a purpose, because much of our day is always taken by other things. And many of us don't take the time to sit down and think about one minute. What could make our lives better for one minute? And, you know, this is also February, which is Black History Month, and it's 
kind of amazing because there's so much information out there that you think you know, but there's always so much more you've never heard anything about. And I was surprised to hear about uh, Seattle's chain gangs and how people of color were the ones who actually built a lot of Seattle to get it up and going. And I think about the White House and how slaves built, you know, a lot of the things there on that land. And I'm thinking, why was this? Why were so many people so willing to use other people for their benefit and their expense? And the other question I have, isn't this still going on today? Isn't this still happening? How did Wall Street get all of the money they have and and leave so many people who helped build Wall Street with hardly anything to live on? There's something not just about that. We need to think about that. But what I wanted to think about in just that one minute is in your own life today, what are some of the barriers to entry that you you face every day? What is it? What are those barriers? I was listening to the Parkland students. Or actually, it was, it, was, it was related. I don't believe it was Parkland students, but it was someone who was talking about how they were, for them, barriers were having police in their schools because they didn't feel safe with police officers in their schools. And some people said they did. But it's interesting how some of those students felt that police were a barrier to their education, right? And that's just one example. I mean, there are a lot of things that are barriers to entry. Sometimes it's as simple as cost, right? A lot of people right now in the United States, even in Seattle, cannot afford to live indoors. Why? Because of the cost of rent. And how did we get to the point where we've tripled and quadrupled rent? that most the average person can't afford it. Why have the eviction levels been so high? Are we talking about it? We need to because, surprisingly, you might think that you're safe, but in my opinion, if one of us is not safe, none of us are safe. That means it could happen to any one of us at any time. So, in other words, we have to be there to talk about what's going on with each other. We have to make the decision to stand up and fight for the things that are right. So what I'm saying for this this um, minute with a purpose is to think of the things that prevent you from accomplishing the things you want today. And sometimes in our society, as we've seen, you can't just barrel through it. Sometimes that would be a great feeling just to just knock them all out of the way, right, so that everyone could flow through and justice would prevail. But that's not how it usually is. Usually some generations kind of make a dent in it and some go around a little bit so they can get a little further. There's a myriad of ways in which things happen uh, to get around barriers. But my question is, why are those barriers really there in the first place? And the ones that have been there for generations, why are they still there? Who today profits from barriers? And are you bold enough to stand up and say what they are? the ones that impact you. Put them out on hashtag Esther's Radio Show. Tell me what the barriers have meant in your life today. It really matters. So that's really the key. So sometimes these barriers, from my perspective, and what I've seen and read, have been designed to play the the least of us, the poor of us, the ones who are having the hardest time, the sick of us, the the disabled of us, right? And the strange thing about all of that is that everybody's going to get their chance to be some of those things 
before they leave this earth, right? But we don't think about that when we're in great health, when things are wonderful, or our car's not hit. We don't think about those things. We think it's something for the other people. But I can assure you, when you least expect it, some surprise may come your way. And that's the reason why I'm always talking about be car accident ready. And, you know, the amazing thing about it is being car accident ready doesn't mean that you'll know of everything that's going to happen to you during your collision. There might be things you've never even seen or even heard of or couldn't even imagine before that time. And that's why education comes in. And we all are going to be educated from time to time, whether it's in this situation or new situations. But one thing we have to do is stand. We have to acknowledge the things that have happened to us and how we're going to move forward because that's the key. We only can take our society forward if we're all moving forward, right? If only a few of us are moving forward, that means a lot of people are being left behind. A lot of people are being hurt. Are you one of those people being hurt today? Are you wondering how you're going to just think on that one minute, think about the barriers in your life, and think about what you can do, the simplest things you can do to change? A lot of people want to just do things that are just brave and bold, and that's okay. Brave and bold, we need those too. But in most of the time in life, it's just those little bitty steps and little bitty things, ways to plug forward just each and every day. And what it starts with to me is never giving in and never giving up, right? Just don't. Just keep saying, I'm going to continue to do that. When someone else is benefiting from your suffering, taking your money, taking your time, it's not fair and it's not an equal trade. So begin to, you know, if your mind is saying something's not right with this, I I need to do something different. Follow your instincts when they're good, okay? We don't always have good instincts. Most of the time they are good and they help. You know, stay away from those things that, that are harmful and hurtful to other people. Let life go ahead and take care of those things for them because it does come back around. When people mistreat you and do things wrong, they may have thought they got away with it, and perhaps you may never even see the justice in the situation. But there will be a time of reckoning, and they'll have to deal with that. But you have no energy for that because you're in a mode of moving everyone forward, right? All Lifting all boats, as they say, not just those big yachts out there. All right. Now we're going to go ahead and continue our topic today with traffic laws written. Are they to protect you or the auto insurance companies? Now, I don't know about you, but legislatures seem to spend a whole lot of time with those in Wall Street and insurance companies. How much time do they spend with you? Do they ask your questions? Do they answer your questions? Do they even care about your questions? Yes, I would ask your senator, like Senator Patty Murray, your Governor Jay Inslee, right? Or A.G. Bob Ferguson. I would ask them, what do they care about? Is it about their careers? Is it about them? Or is it about you? Is it about you getting indoors? Is it about you being able to actually afford food? Is it about you having a just claim where insurance companies do the right thing, right? And, and they're not out there who won't pay you. Right? 
especially since they've made it so that everyone has to pay these people. Right? If you were going to have to pay auto insurance companies for insurance, you know, $30,000 usually in our lifetimes, we as individuals should be able to expect certain conditions from them. But I thought it was interesting. I, I talked a little bit about it last time, and it was RCW 4830015, and it was about unreasonable denials. And I was like, wow, unreasonable denials? The Supreme Court will take up those issues, they say, right? A society of justice depends on money, not fair laws, right? And if that's the case, we're all in trouble, right? Because if we don't have fair laws, poor people are in trouble. If it's dependent upon money, then that looks like how most of our justice system right now works. Does it work fair and claim for, for, for everyone? No. You have the money. You have 10 or 20 attorneys you can afford. You're probably going to fare pretty good, right? If you have the power, that's the case. But that's not how America was supposed to be built. America was supposed to be built for the land of the home, <laughs> the land of the home. The brave, right? Land of the free and the brave, right? But are we seeing that? Are the free and the brave actually being closed down, shut down? Home of the brave, land of the free. Sometimes it gets kind of mixed up there, but you know what I meant. But with the Supreme Court, unreasonable denials, we should have lots of claims just clogging up our courts. Do we want to clog them up? No. What we want is insured civil rights legislation passed in every state. Why do I say every state? Because the laws fluctuate in every one, and some of them are more stringent in helping policyholders and some of them not. We need something that's consistent throughout our country that people as policyholders can anticipate and trust and believe in. Right now, do you believe, if you go to your auto insurance company, that they're going to protect your interest, that they're going to be honest with you, they're going to tell the truth, they're not going to actually send out a surveillance team hoping to eliminate what they owe you, right? What do you believe right now? Do you think they're going to do those things? That's, that's a question. So when money continues to rule our court system, it's not a court system. It's a money system. Maybe we should say... The, the money system instead of the court system, the one with the most, the one with the most toys, right? The ones that, that have the, many, the most attorneys, the ones who know the law the best that can twist it. And, you know, today on the news we hear a lot about spin. Oh, that was a great spin. They knew how to spin this or spin that. We don't want no dang spin. We want truth, justice, fairness, honesty, integrity. That's what we want. We didn't ask for this nonsense, or maybe we did. Maybe we did. Maybe we did because we stopped listening. And we stopped acting upon what was right. When we let one little lie slip, okay, they got away with it. Maybe they thought the second lie would be good, or the second deception would be good. Maybe all of those things are out there just for their benefit. But what happened to you? What happens to you when you let the lies go by? They hurt you. Oh, that's just a little lie. No, a little lie. No, we don't need liars in here. There have been enough. We need to kick them to the curb. We want someone who's going to represent truth, 
and not just sit there and and just blow smoke. Okay, we don't want blow smoke blowers. <laughs> we really don't. We want people who say, "I see what's right. I see what's wrong," and it, they say, "There's no, there's no black and white. There's just gray." You ask them what kind of rose-colored glasses are they looking out of. There is black and white. It's you're hurting people and you're telling the truth, or you're not. That's right. So, anyway, so the Supreme Court, right, would be where you would go for unreasonable denials by insurance companies, right? But reasonable attorneys, right, fees awarded, that's what they said, if you go to the Supreme Court and you win against an unjust insurance company who, what, has more than enough money in court for decades to come, Right. By the time it's over, you've spent so much money that uh, you don't. You're definitely. If you were in the poorhouse before, you're probably in a bigger poorhouse now. And why is that? Just because justice doesn't prevail. Does justice need all that time to prevail? No. What is it that needs that much time to well, to set, to fail? That's unjust inequality in our justice systems. So that's something that we've just we've got to choose to change, okay? So the poor have enough money to take on giant insurance companies? <laughs> Surely you just. Or enough people in their companies to tank them on. In other words, if we took all the poor people and they said we're going to stand up for justice, we're going to stand up for right, we're not going to be ashamed. Don't This is something I hope you hear and I hope you hear it clearly. To be poor, there's no shame. In my opinion, the reason why many people are poor is because of lack of opportunity, lack of education, and those barriers to entry, right? Otherwise, we would have the same quality of education in every area code. But do we? No, we don't. We set things up so that some people are better equipped than others. If it was the same playing field, it would be a whole different ballgame. How did we get down to the 38th in education? We used to take pride in our schools, right? Why are we now dumbing down America so dumb it's going to take us decades to come back up? But no, a few of those schools are quite prepared and equipped, the ones who have the resources to do so. To me, that's all a tragedy. The main thing, though, you need to make sure that you remember as you're going through all of this, these actions to try to be car accident ready is to make sure that you take a look still at your contracts. And what's your contracts? It's your policy. Have you noticed a lot of your, almost every year you get a renewal and they change your policy. Maybe you started out with something uh, that seemed quite fair and reasonable and you just assumed that that's how it would always be. Well, guess what? It just may not be that way. So take a moment to renew or take a look at those renewals what they're saying, what they've added, more importantly, what they took out, and even more importantly, any small fine print you see. Because that will tell you a lot about what you're going to have to pay attention to in the future. So another thing is if you get a renewal, you know that you're supposed to have 30 days to say, ah, this is not so good. Maybe I should go check out some other policies, right? And if they terminate your policy, they have to tell you why. So the insurance commissioner should be all into this game, right? Isn't that what they do is monitor what's going on? Or do they? 
Or are they just sitting right there with those auto insurance companies trying to come up with ideas to take more of your money? Yeah, time will tell, right? Another thing is I was really stunned to find. Now, I don't know how I missed this, or maybe it just appeared out of nowhere. I don't know what to tell you. But it has a malicious harassment clause in there. And you know how I talk about insured harassment, intimidation, bullying, surveillance, right? It says the perpetrator does not have to be identified for the act, right? So if you know they're doing something to you, malicious harassment, you don't have to say. You might know. You might know. Maybe you don't know. I don't know how much research you've done. But what I do know is that whatever happens in your situation, documentation is always the best key. If you have something Write it down. In fact, send it to me. Use hashtag Estra's Radio Show and tell me what's been going on. Or go out to my site, estrascarwreckhelp.com, and tell me and be a part of the show. Come out and say what's been happening because I guarantee you fear is not an option. Every time somebody gets scared and, is, and cowers down to the behavior, then somebody else behind them is hurt, and we really need to change that. It says also, quote, if insured, you sustained a loss that is a result of malicious harassment. The insured, which is you, must file a report with the police or law enforcement authority within 30 days of discovery of the incident. Ah, police. Often aren't the police involved with insured harassment, intimidation, and bullying? Aren't they the ones following you around, using GPS, bullying, right? along with those who are almost running into you, or they can run into you, by the way. Um, the key is most of these people know what they've been doing because they've been doing it to auto insurance policy uh, insurance for generations. Perhaps you didn't know because it wasn't happening to you. This is good, though, because this is the start of recognizing what has been happening to you, you, the insured. We need to have a system in place. They're talking about within 30 days of discovery of the incident. Post it. Post it within 30 days. In fact, post it within the hour. Post it. Because people need to see these things happening. And unless you talk about them and you share them, no one will know. It's like any other type of abuse, right? The Me Too movement came out. Why? How long did that take? Generations of women being abused. Right? Generations. Let's not have that happen with insured. Let's not have to wait generations. We've already waited too long. It's time to talk about it. It's time to share it. It's time to use that hashtag Estrus Radio Show. This is how insured harassment has impacted me. This is how it's going on. This is what they do. Here's a picture of them. Here's a picture of the situation. Here's a picture of what they've done. That's what it's all about. We need it. Because once those pictures and postings start pouring in, we will see a change. And you know what also follows up with that? Your vote. We will just kick to the curb all of these people who what? Just been dealing with the insurance industry, right? They're more interested in them than they are with you. So we need to change that. You agree? Yeah, I hope you agree. Go out to estrascarwreckhelp.com and subscribe and say, I'm with changing, and I believe in shirt civil rights legislation. 
thank you for being with me today. We've had a great time, a great conversation. Remember, it's about you that matters. Okay? It, it takes a lot of, uh, of energy to go on and, and see what's happening to so many people involved in collisions and do something about it. So make your comments down at the bottom. If you're on Block Talk Radio, go ahead and write them down. Otherwise, wherever you are, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook. I mean, just look for me, Estra Seattle, talking about you with Estra. You'll see me out there, and I hope to meet you here again tomorrow, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard. No, actually, tomorrow, Saturday, what can I say? Monday through Friday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thanks for your time today. I appreciate you. Be back here on Monday. We have more to talk about, about traffic laws and getting into it. Thanks a lot, and I'll see you on Monday.